Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. We are going to catch up with our federal MP for Nichols, Sam Birrell. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Terry. Big news, big disappointing news about the Shepparton bypass since we last spoke. Uh, it's a bit of a complex issue to some of us. Can you maybe just uh, give us a little bit of background about what it is and what has happened in the past week? Yeah, sure, Terry. Look, back in 2019, I mean, people, your listeners will know that the bypass has been a project that's been, um, I suppose, uh, slated and designed since... Um, uh, the early, since the mid-90s when, when Vic Roads then decided on that western route. Um, it, it sort of sputtered and, and really didn't go anywhere. Uh, back in 2019, uh, my predecessor, Damien Drum, and the Nationals committed uh, 80% of what was then understood to be possibly a cost. Now, they knew that it would cost more than that. Um, but that figure that, that the Nationals committed was $208 million to get moving on stage one. Uh, and it was an attempt to try to get the Victorian government sort of moving on the project and um, and they at least started work on a business case that, that we never saw. Um, the very disappointing news out of last week is that uh, the Minister, Catherine King, has decided to withdraw that $208 million commitment to the bypass, uh, which is a backward step, very disappointing, um, and we're still trying to sort of work out where, where to from here. But uh, but as long as I'm in this job and, and uh, as long as sort of, uh, you know, hopefully if we can form government again, um, I want a commitment to that bypass and I want to see it start being built because Shepparton desperately needs it. So that $208 million that was previously committed and is now apparently gone, is that, I mean, what, what is that from... I don't know, forward projections? Is it from the next year's budget? Where, where does it sit? Does it mean it's, it's sort of dead while ever Labor is in power? Well, unless they recommit the money, I think that's, that's yes uh, to, to that question. Um, uh, we put it in the... The way that infrastructure projects go is that the state government designs and builds them uh, and the federal government pays for most of it. Um, so this was an attempt to tr- from, from the federal government to say, hey, Victorian government, you've got to get moving on this bypass and here is, here is uh, a portion, not all, but here is some of our, our commitment, our money on the table into the forward projections. Once you get the project, um, we've got some money there ready to go. Uh, and now that money has been withdrawn by the federal government. So the impetus of the Victorian government um, is even less than it was. So... Uh, yeah, so it's very difficult unless um, unless the Victorian government su- suddenly asks the federal government for money for that project, or unless the federal government, the federal Labor government, recommits it, which doesn't look likely. Um, it's uh, it's not not the situation we wanted to find ourselves in. So there was a lot of talk about the bypass uh, during the floods last year because part of it would include a second crossing over the Goulburn River. Why else do we want this bypass, Sam? And I explained this to the to the media uh, at the media gallery in Canberra last week. Not only, I mean, we discovered how much we needed it during the floods because, uh, as all of us and your listeners would know, um, our community pretty much got split in two. Uh, but also, 
the heavy vehicle transport through the CBD, um, both north, south, but, but, but very much so east, west, those trucks sort of, you know, going through Marupna and then going through High Street, that really, um, there can't be the sort of CBD redevelopment we want to see in Shepherd until those heavy vehicles are moved out. There's safety issues. There's so many reasons for it, um, uh, along with the Second River Crossing, that uh, that it appears everyone uh, in our region understands the, the, the criticality of the bypass, but, um, but, but not the Federal Labor Cabinet. Well, presumably the Coalition had some years to get the bypass happening when it was in power. I mean, it, as you said, it's been this has been kicking around for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Look, it should have been done by now. I'm, I make, you know, there's, there's no doubt about that. So you won't get any argument from me. Um, when I was in my previous job, uh, Committee for Greater Shepparton, um, along with the council, we put pressure on, the best pressure we could put on the federal government to say, you know, we've got to, we've got to build this thing. And the federal government said, well, what we can do is put an allocation of money um, and, and you and you and us will try and get the Victorian government moving on it. And that's what that $208 million was. So I was going to say there's some good news in relation to rail upgrades, but we're a fair way along with those projects. It would have been unlikely that they not be funded going forward. Well, that just sort of showed that the review, in, in my view, from what I've seen of the review, it didn't really understand what was happening, uh, to be frank, because, um, uh, you know, there's a list of projects that will be built and, and Stage 3 Rail, Shepherd and Rail Corridor was on that. Now, to say that will be built, well, it's almost finished. So, um, yeah, there, there was no... There was never going to be... I don't, I don't even know why that was in the review because it's, um, it's, it's sort of very advanced in, ter- in terms of its construction. Are you up to date with where that's at exactly, the Shepherd and Rail Line upgrade? Oh, I haven't had an, a briefing um, in immediate recent times, Terry, but uh, but I know that you know your your, your listeners will be uh, using the buses back and forth to Melbourne, which w- might be frustrating them. But um, but there those works to um, to deal with the uh, passing loops and uh, uh, all of the other works are happening. People will see them around Murchison East, particularly at the moment. Um, that's to be. That's to enable that there to be those nine return uh, V-line services uh, from Shepparton to Melbourne, and that needs all of those track upgrades. So that's happening at the moment. I think they're still on target uh, for those nine services uh, sometime next year. But uh, you're probably right. I probably need to get a briefing. Is exactly where that's up to. I wasn't telling you to get a briefing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to do in this job. But, uh, but yeah. the last I heard, ne- next year we will have those nine services and that's going to make such a difference um, to uh, people who need to get back and forth um, between Melbourne for all sorts of appointments that they'll have a now a much more choice of when they can jump on that train and get back. That's right. What else would you like to update us on, Sam? Well, I... There was a there was a great event. I mean, you know how much I talk about water, Terry. Um, uh, it's probably one of the main um, topics uh, of interest to Nichols in in Canberra. Uh, so we held a, with the other Basin State MPs. We held a great event in Parliament House called Taste of the Basin, and we got a lot of the producers from Basin areas to put on a display and 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 some food. Uh, just showing exactly what is produced in the basin. And we had SPC up there, Fonterra, 
uh, some wineries, uh, different, and, and from that's from Nichols, and then from other areas, there was almond producers, there was um, uh, beef, uh, there was all sorts of stuff, wines, and it just showed what actually comes out of the basin, and, and the MPs were quite surprised when they saw how much produce and, and what household names actually come out of the basin, and we even were able to get the water minister there to sort of uh, impress upon her the importance of these food producers in our region and the fact that we need to make policies that, that help them keep keep doing what they're doing, which is producing food for all of us. And how did she receive that message? I thought she received it well. I mean, you know, it's always, you always find out when, when the policy negotiations happen, and we obviously want certain outcomes on water, but, um, you know, but just to sort of stand there with her and other MPs, you know, introducing her to the people from SPC, holding up a tin of crushed tomatoes and say, look, this is, you know, yes, this is a great product. You know, farmers produce it, SPC produces it, but this is an iconic company. My grandparents worked in that factory in the 1960s and um, and, and so many other Shepparton people have got a connection with this this company. We can't, we've got to give them all the tools they need to be successful and, and that's what I was trying to impress upon her and all the other MPs that came through this uh, the event. So, yeah, the idea being that if more water is taken from our region, some of these things won't be produced, I guess, is the message it, you're trying to convey. It, yeah, it risks it, makes it less competitive with imports and we need them to be more competitive with imports. Right. Sam, what is on the agenda for this week? Um, well, this week's a week back in the electorate, so um, I'm going around to various, uh, various events in the electorate and uh, various places. Um, and then we're back in Canberra on next week for the final sitting week of the year, which is apparently always interesting. So, um, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, and then the lead up to Christmas, uh, obviously, which um, I, I think everyone listening to this program is looking forward to. Well, I certainly am. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we will catch up with you again, Sam. Thanks so much, Terry. Thanks for your time. Okay. We've been speaking to our federal member for Nichols, Sam Birrell. Having trouble with your internet? Has the NBN failed you? Are you only able to get the slow satellite NBN with very limited data? Are you not able to get the NBN at all? Starlink is the answer. This is a standalone internet system that I personally use at home and have tested at speeds of over 250 megabytes a second. If you are fed up with slow, unreliable internet, then call us now and book a service call to see if Starlink is right for you. Jason's TV, 0403 688 1FM sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. If you're driving, don't be tempted to speed. Chances are you will be caught. Speeding drivers can face large fines. A message from the TAC. Drive safely for everyone. Station sponsor. 
Pasentina's BP service station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Pasentina's BP service station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.